Even if someone's good at it, it's still a drag. Yeah. Like someone who's crushing at scat, you're kind of like, all right, when's this over? Yeah. But like most people are bad at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most people. Who's like the best scat singer? Oh, gosh. Scatman. 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 (laughs) No, don't you feel that stupid song from the late 90s? That's okay. I mean, beat up, up, bada, bop is a good jam. Back <laughs> Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry, and I'm joined today with my co-host. Welcome back, Trace. Hey, it's me. I am back. You can't you can't keep me down. Uh, can't Whoa. nobody stop my pride or, uh, you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> I do know how it goes and I appreciate the reminder every week. How are you? Oh, man. Should we do like a catch up now and then shout outs or like, how do you want to do I, this? I, like, should we be loosey goosey? Like, I want to know how you're doing. It's interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We can, we can play with the structure. We can mm-hmm. uh, have a little artistic license here. Uh, I am doing okay. It's been, it's been, uh, I don't know. Uh, continued planning for my trip to portland in november which i'm so seems like more likely i'm going yeah it seems like it should be fun I was looking at some museums and other fun stuff to do more guitar stuff uh you know just just life continues to chug along uh had some some uh oh <laughs> did my taxes uh Ooh. only six months after the deadline whoa so there was a an extension in california for disaster affected areas i guess from i forget if it was the hurricanes or the fires or something anyway so the deadline got extended from april whatever to october whatever and i still managed of course to do it on the very last day which is my but i think it got extended again to november oh maybe yeah um but yeah it's it's again i uh i I do mine in february (laughs) also i always i always oh yeah yeah Uh, i i i do it I always get money back because I like withhold more during Ooh. the year, which is not uh-huh. financially great advice, but also like psychically it avoids the damage of having to pay money. You know what I mean? Like it's right. I would rather be short a little bit of money and then yeah, get it back at the end of the year or after doing taxes than have to pay another bill essentially. Um, yeah. 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 I think it's it's smart. That's just smart. I, I'm curious to see what my taxes are going to be like this next year I don't, because I've, It'll be the first year that I have like a real job. Oh, yeah. I don't know how that's going to change things. Yeah, I mean. Also, I don't know if it's better to stay married. Oh, good question. Or yeah, not. Um, like, obviously, I want to get a divorce, but I don't want to have anything get affected. Although he hasn't had a job for a year, so maybe it's the old switcheroo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Has he been like working under the table, or is no? He... Huh. Ooh, uh, no, it's hmm. been awesome. He just got a job though, so. We'll be working at uh, the Formula One racetrack in oh, Vegas. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, that that seems like a good way to lose all your money. Um, <laughs> well, well, it's a good thing he doesn't have any uh, addictive personalities. Yeah, we can cut this out if you want. But like, eh. uh, what's what, what was he doing over in Kentucky or wherever he was at? What's the, oh in Nashville? He sure, was Tennessee. He was They're working. The same thing to me. They, all of those states are the same. Really? Yeah, he was he was working like a regular job. I mm. thought that he moved back here because he had a sure thing to move back to, but apparently 
there's never sure things that he moves towards. <laughs> it's mm. always maybes. Mm. Um, so yeah, I yeah, he was just yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Drifter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going through some things. Uh, yes. Maybe for the last couple decades. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, and that's good for him. I don't think it is. But <laughs> it's not good for sure. him. It's just it's good that I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, it affects me still, but I also don't have to be on the front lines of it anymore. So that's good. Yeah, uh, you've lessened your exposure. It's a uh, it plays no. a <laughs> like I'm talking about radiation. Going back to yeah. like what I was wearing, <laughs> talked about what I was wearing today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We talked about it on a couple episodes ago, so yes. it's, yeah, some accidental flashing happened. Yes. Uh, so today, because I'm wearing it, I know that I'm going to be flashing people, but I'm not going out in public in it. So <laughs> I'll just be, I'm flashing the uh, the ghosts in my garage right now. All right. Well, I'm, yeah. you know, the audio, the theater of the mind. Yes. You're flashing, the, not flashing the BFFers, but you know, they, they you know. I yeah, yeah. It's around the corner. So I'm exposing to myself to the BFFs. <laughs> sure. For the millionth time. Right. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Fuck it. Um, we only have one life. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, sure. I mean, as far as I know. But yeah. Some people do, but no one knows for sure. So why not live it up? I am wearing pants and a shirt, so I'm I'm standing out. I'm well, you need to start <laughs> living it up and have some <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to buy some sheer from, clothes. From yeah. T's to B's, we need it all hanging yeah. out. I'm going to buy some yoga <laughs> pants that if you step into the sunlight, just look like a highlighter over your junk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good, good. Uh, so is that all uh, going on with you as of late? And do you have shout outs? Yes, I do. A uh, shout okay. out to uh, Rafi and Lauren for being on the last episode. It was great to have them on. Whenever Rafi's on, I feel like it's like, you know, original Coke, you know what I mean? You and him mm, together. So mm -hmm, it's, it's always mm -hmm. as someone who listened to the show a lot, obviously it's, it's, I, I always enjoy it. And Lauren is, everyone knows Lauren is like, a, you know, just a, just a, a breath of fresh air, just a, yes. just a, a sweetheart of the BFFs or what, what is it? Air I Y M B F sweetheart. Something like that. The, the not so secret sweetie. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, glad that they were on, glad that they could be on. Um, movies should be on more often if they want to mm -hmm, either mm -hmm, one or both mm -hmm. or, you know, just, just putting that out there. Agreed. Yeah. Also, shout out, of course, to Whitney and uh, the Olive and their new baby that they just had, which uh, was um, not not fully. Uh, <laughs> it was still in the mail the last time we recorded. It has now been delivered. Um, yes. They have <laughs> all of the they have. They can't find the receipt, so they're stuck with it. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, congratulations to them. Uh, Lisa, uh, did you yes. have any shout-outs? I do have shout-outs. Shout-out to the TNC, most importantly to Robert. He just got back from touring, and so I got to hang out with him on Friday, so it was always fun to go out to dinner and catch up. I'm going to go see him play today, and I get to go to a Halloween party with him next weekend before he goes to Europe on tour again. But um, So shout out, extra shout-out to him. Shout-out to East Coast Jen. Shout out to little Rafi and Lauren for being on because that was nice, special, lovely, always good. Um, I love chatting with them. And you're right. They should be on more often. Shout out to Dr. Jen, Dr. Angela, Joanna for join joining me last night at a show. Shout out to Tim Ortez, Ray Morgan, Leanne, 
Adrian, Superfan Megan, Tamara Holler. I almost said Superfan Megan. It works. <laughs> Which, why not? Shout out to Paul. <laughs> Shout out to Whitney, Vaughn Commerce Olive, and, and the new baby Olive. I can't wait to hear his name. It was a baby boy born, I forgot what day, Wednesday, I think this past week. So that's exciting news. Um, what a world to bring a baby into. Just kidding. <laughs> well, it's been like that for a couple thousand years. Actually. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's really not as bad as it used to be. That is true in many ways. Everyone thinks talks about end times. I'm like, remember like what was going on in the dark ages yeah or like the 40s like or the 40s yeah there are so many more you know worse times to be to uh, that were had and uh hopefully not to be had but yeah um but yeah welcome uh baby little second baby olive we got two olives in that martini baby oh good what's well what did you and joanna do I know you guys were hanging out. Did you guys yes. go see some music or something? What were you guys we up to? We did. So Matt Gorley's, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, uh, his podcast that I had never heard of. So he was doing a live podcast last night. But more importantly, his band that I I became a fan of when I went to go see Don't Stop or We'll Die, this band called Townland, opened up for them. And I was with Megan. And uh, we were there to see don't stop or we'll die which i didn't really care about seeing the band but like wanted to support tony and it was cool to see paul rust and michael cassidy like it was just cool and i wanted to hang out with super fan Man. it was like a fun thing to do so we're i think i was walking to get a drink or something and all of a sudden this lady's voice just cuts through the crowd and she's singing linda ronsat and i just stopped in my tracks and i was just like oh like this voice is just you know and i like the whole world just like faded away and I was just like in awe of this lady's voice. So after that, I started listening to them on and off um, here and there and looking to see if they were going to play again. And they hadn't been. And then Matt posted that uh, she, the singer and her husband, who's I think the keyboard player, are moving to Texas. And so this is going to be like their last show for the unforeseeable future. Oh wow! But it's, I mean, maybe they're not going to break up, but it's just... They don't know when the next time they're going to play is. So I thought, oh, I got to go see them play. Um, and not really knowing that there was going to be a podcast too ahead of it, which was like really cool. So we went to this little theater in LA and saw the podcast called Mall Walking. And then Townland came on and played and it was like super emotional. Um, I mean, a couple of emotional days. Uh been crying a lot of like the past 24 hours but um so last night was good it was good it was actually good it was like one of those like i needed that kind of thing yeah good but um yeah it was good i was kind of nervous going into it knowing that these songs are very they evoke a lot of emotion in me anyway it's just they're really beautiful songs um so i was already kind of going into it thinking oh like kind of anxious <laughs> about like fall, completely falling apart <laughs> in public in a little theater, but uh, it was kind of perfect because it was like a, just a little theater and, and no, you know, you can't have your phones. I couldn't have anything else. It was just, just completely focused on this band. That was uh, quite good. It was, it was very fun. So, and I Great. got to catch up with Joanna all, all the way there. And um, so that was good. We talked a lot about, you know, our personal stuff. And I always feel like it's funny because a lot of times she becomes my therapist when I'm talking to her. But I feel like uh, it was the she was on the other foot last night. It was good to like let her like talk about her issues and work things out a little bit. 
yeah, everyone has stuff that they, you know, yes. maybe need to vent about and yes. get, get I just don't want to lean yeah. into like, well, she's a third. And I don't even think about it, but I think it's just a natural, like she's, that's what she does. So it's like natural, like you just start opening up to her somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was, it was good. We, we had a lot of fun. It was nice. It was very nice. Yeah, that sounds very cool. Yeah. So I've, I've been having, um, my life has been turning around like in a very good way. Like it keeps the trajectory keeps go- being positive and there's like a few setbacks here and there. And, but it, it, I know before when we would be talking, I feel like my emotions and my life was such a roller coaster <laughs> and it still is, but it's like, it was an extreme roller coaster, which every week I was like, Oh my fucking God, this is happening. And that's happening. Or like, I was just mentally just terrible for such a long time just depressed and i agree it's pretty uh, <laughs> but i think even though i'm feeling kind of low and like i cried last night and this morning a lot i i feel like i feel like i turn this negative into positives more easily or more quick more quickly like okay. i pull pull out of it and try and learn from it and knowing that i'm it's something I need to learn from because it may be just making same mistakes that I keep making or whatever it is. It's like, you got to learn from this and not let it get you down and still enjoy your life because I still have a lot of really great things um, going on and ahead of me. So, yeah, it's nice that you have like a positive uh, frame of mind about it. That's good. Yeah. Like this morning, I was like, you know, I was crying and I was just like, all right, you're going to pull out of this. It's fine. You're going to be great. <laughs> good i feel like pep talk myself and and it works and then of course like knowing i get to talk to you it always like oh. cheers me up ah, shut up ah. <laughs> i love it when you tell me to shut up also oh, probably one of my issues well but, um, okay. maybe let's listen uh, something else to speaking of having insurance you know yeah and actually so that's the other thing i so i was able to enroll this past week and um and it goes into effect november 1st so i'm super excited and um just going on the website and looking at all the different things that are available to me and it's easily accessible. And I'm just really excited to dive into some self-help. Good. Uh, yeah. I'm glad all these, this, your life has, uh, in the last couple years, obviously you've yeah. had a lot going on, but I can definitely see even just in the last couple months, the positive trajectory seems to continue and you mm-hmm. think you, you it seems like things keep getting better for you and you keep getting better at maybe managing situations that you wouldn't have been able to manage so well in years past and it's it shows growth and i'm i'm happy for mm, thank you yeah. it was uh, i appreciate that it it does feel good to not be in the trenches of dep- depression anyway um but yeah so that's been my week since the last time we chatted it's a lot of a lot of good a little bad but that's okay it's gonna be good um good. Yeah. yeah 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 uh hell yeah hell yeah brother uh, <laughs> that's never gonna not tickle me um also i we don't have any bff hotline calls but if you would like to leave a message or text 818 bff 0732 and bug Lil Rafi because why not yeah actually you know so sometimes I would post questions that come up on the episode when we record Mm. in the Facebook group 
Yes. Um, just so by the time the episode comes out, there will be like answers for it or whatever. It's not very well planned out, actually. But uh, I should start including the BFF hotline number. So instead of just answering the thread, I could put, hey, you could also Ooh, send a that's text a good idea. or call or whatever. Yeah. And that is a great way, like sometimes people don't have time to be on or I don't really reach out to be able to be on. <laughs> I don't open it up for that. Um, even though I always offer it every episode, give me a call, send me an email, like smoke signal. You can be on anytime, but um, that would be a great way for people to join in the show is to leave a message. And, you know, we'd like to hear other people's voices on here, not just our own, I guess. <laughs> Disagree. But sure. I know. <laughs> no, obviously. I mean, there, there's such a, a, a an esteemed group of BFFers, including people who've been on the show before, including people who sort of uh, uh, maybe have been uh, uh, not on the show very often, but are very much welcome on the show. Definitely yes. feel free to, to, you know, send someone a message or, you know chime in or reply to a post or something do anything i think yeah the door is pretty open oh all my doors are wide open sure. <laughs> that, in that outfit i mean our doors <laughs> yes in the outfit oh boy shall we talk about monday let's talk about monday okay kate makuchi was back it's been a long time since she's back i really love when she's on she is fun and uh, I just so much has happened since the last time she was on, but a few things. Okay. So at the top, they talked a little bit about the importance of sunsets. And I know this is a topic that we have talked about since the last time you and I had talked about sunsets. Have you made the trip out to see one? Absolutely not. Um, I, Same <laughs> yeah, I may have driven towards one, but not hmm. on purpose so i would like to make that something that i do i i've been so fucking busy lately that at the time it's sunset it's like <laughs> i'm sun the sun's setting on my sobriety you know what i mean i <laughs> i get home from work and i try and make dinner really quick and then i'm relaxing and i'm hanging out with the kids and Sometimes if the sunset happens to be exceptionally pretty and it's like glowing in the house, we'll kind of all go out and look, but we're not actually going somewhere to watch the sunset. And it, it's mostly just about timing and like just making it something to go do. Um, it's just fitting it in. But um, a lot of times on my way to work, I can see the sun starting to rise, which is cool. And um Luckily, there's no not a lot of traffic on the road at that time, although it's getting darker and darker now at that time. But sometimes when I'm driving, I just like stare off, not looking straight where I should be, but like behind the Saddleback Mountains, um, I can see the sun just starting to come up, like the glow of it. And it's just like, oh, like it just starts off my day in such a lovely way. So I think a sunset ending the day like that is also very special and we need to make more time for it. It's true. Also, I've I've realized I always kind of knew this, but just recently, I feel like in the last couple of years, it's it's become very clear to me that I will forget things by default. So if I don't mm. go out of my way to make a reminder yes. for myself, I will just not do even if it's something I have an opportunity to do every day, like right. go find the sunset. And it is it funny because happen. the sun is literally reminding you all day. It's up there. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going. 
Yep, and you know you the go, you uh, approximate time, me? you know the yes. direction. Yes, um, yes. But yeah, it's it's. I th- I hope other people also are a little bit like this, where <laughs> you have to b- make it a thing. Make yeah. Make sure you remember it, because you will always have other stuff going on. You have a absolutely brain full of other things rolling around in there. So, and that's the other thing is that with because Johnny's working now, so our schedules are a little bit different. So there's a lot of times that I'm just kind of sitting waiting for him to get off like he needs to get driving soon which i'm super excited about that will change some things and maybe i'll go hit a sunset before i go home and make dinner like you know after he gets his license um but yeah there's a lot of time it's just like okay i'd like to be watching the sunset right now but like it it's a whole thing so yeah you do have to make time for it and every single day that the sun comes up you have um a reminder go do it how I'm did, talking to myself. How did and you, you get onto sunsets? From the <laughs> they were talking. They were talking about it at the beginning ah. of the show. Um, okay, so she. There's a few things. So, she feels like she's more creative in a smaller space, and of course, that could. We all are. I don't know if. Not everyone is maybe creative, but for me. There are. It is definitely a a certain space that I feel more creative in. It doesn't always have to be a small space. Sometimes that feels confining, but my shed is a small space and I do feel like it's my like little slice of the world that I can go just be away from everybody. And I think that's more of what it is. And it's, I'm surrounded by all my favorite little knickknacks and pictures and just crap all over the walls that like, it just makes me feel creative to be in there. So I, it, I think it is just very personal of what makes you feel creative. Yeah, that makes sense. The, I, yeah, I was just going to say the feeling like you're at peace a little bit feeling like you have ironically maybe feeling like you have more space or you're in your space when you're yes, in like a, a, true. a place that's sort of locked off from the rest of the world the rest of the house whatever that makes sense to me and the other thing is like sometimes i'll watch there was some like crafting show once and i, I don't any of those even cooking shows where there's a spread out they have all this space i was like that i could i and my brain is like exploding with like creative like juices wanting to like just <laughs> uh wanting to just okay. like okay <laughs> all right leave that out wanting to just like put it out there like like i would love to have like walls and walls of like all kinds of art supplies and having like big giant tables that are all spread where i can have like one project going over here one over here and just being able to just like spread out that in my mind is like a dream. Like if if I had won the lottery or something, like I would want a giant like art room. But I I can be creative in small space. It just whatever you make your creative space to be. Yeah, I think about this sometimes with my kitchen. I would definitely use my kitchen more if it weren't like a, it's like a like a dark alley almost. It's it's there's no <laughs> it's not open. It's like in this little mm. nook. It's yes. It's if you don't have the lights on, it's, it actually is kind of very dark. Um, it's it's not. It's very much the kitchenette of a one bedroom apartment. It's not. It doesn't feel. You have to. You're kind of trapped in there. I um, see. Yes, so I know what you mean. Yeah, you don't have a ton of room to move around or. And that uh, would make me feel like I'm getting takeout. I'm not going to go in there. Exactly. And cook it does. And feel like you can just spread. Yeah. Being cramped up when you're cooking is like, no, uh-uh. even my kitchen, you've been in it and it's open yet closed. So I would love to open it up more, but it's definitely 
it's more welcoming for me to be like, oh, cool. I can come like cook in here. Like it, I'm excited to go cook in there because it's not super closed off. Yeah. Yeah. My kitchen is more like <laughs> your shed or something, but not in the fun <laughs> way. <laughs> um, so Kate said that she loves moving. There were a few things. She loves moving. She also has this like chronic transience, which I feel like is and if she found a husband that also has this mental illness but i i have a love hate with moving like where 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 do you where do you land um hate definitely yeah yeah well i have not i have generally not moved because things were going great like there's not been a like this this place that i'm at now i have been here entirely too long i have been here since 2008 ish oh wow yeah okay yeah but and this was because i was in like a studio bedroom in my 20s before i moved here so um yeah so this the but the the prior moves were just like okay trying to find a place trying to you know yes yeah so it was it was not like oh i got a new job i can afford a place with more space or whatever until this place basically um which, uh, yeah, I don't have the... Also, just as someone who has a fair amount of clutter, the idea of just having to gather up all your belongings Ooh, and then yeah. either get a U-Haul truck or just, you know, schlep all your stuff from one place to the other is not not, uh, not appealing. Not appealing. I don't love it. But also, having been in the same place for however many years, I kind of, for many years, have thought about moving just to move just to be somewhere a little different but also haven't yeah. found have not found a place that i want to move to enough that it would justify having to move if that makes sense well i might be needing a roommate soon <laughs> um it's kind I... of a big commute from where i'm at but i now take it into consideration you're in california it's the same it's right around the corner um i i do i don't love that behind every move typically you're right it's not usually a positive thing it's usually maybe a negative reason that you have to move or what have you. Sometimes it's not, but still there's a lot of stress that is involved in moving, but I do, I mostly hate it, but there's also a love of it because the excitement of being somewhere new is, I can see like that strong attraction for that, but also I love putting down roots. So Moving every like two years, that would I I would never feel comfortable or safe in my surroundings ever. Um, so that sounds terrible. But I've been here for a long time and I feel like if I had to move, it would probably be not out of great circumstances. So I'm really stressed out that that could happen. It's a possibility, you never know. Um, but the excitement of being in somewhere somewhere new and also sloughing off a lot of the stuff that you don't want to carry around with you yeah, anymore. Like that's also we're nice. not yeah, it's very freeing and cleansing to get rid of a lot of stuff. I get rid of a lot of stuff already, but when uh we moved from our last house, it was a very traumatic experience and I just wanted to get rid of everything. I just I it was almost like I didn't want to bring the negativity of that house, even though the majority of the negativity was my husband <laughs> that I lugged over here to this house. But, um, so I just wanted to get rid of everything. And I, and I still think about stuff that I got rid of that. I wish that I didn't like so many records or just like 
a lot of vintage stuff that I was just like, I just want to get rid of everything and just start over, which is like, I don't know why. I just I do know, but I don't. I just wanted to all be in the past and just start fresh here. The problem is this house was like twice the size. So of course you're gonna start filling it up and like not without even realizing it, there's stuff in every single, you know, nook and cranny. <laughs> um yeah, how so, when did yeah. you move to this house? Uh, 2011. Okay. Oh, that's that's kind. Well, I almost said that's kind of recent, but it's more recent than I thought. I would have imagined yeah. you've been there like since the kids were, you know. Oh old. yeah, and we had been in the other house for 10 years. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we yeah. So we moved here, and um. So I have been going through a lot of things, obviously, because with you know divorce or whatever, there's a lot of like getting the other person's stuff out, especially if they left it all. So I've been going through a lot of things and it does feel good, even though everything is sort of in a transition, still transitional stage. Still, like I had a garage sale a couple of weeks ago and I'm going to have to have many more, but like, it's kind of nice to just start getting rid of like piles of stuff and, and making some money in the process. But I would be fucking really stressed out if like tomorrow that people are like, you're going to have to move <laughs> be like, Oh my God. Um, I would just have to get rid of a lot of stuff that's that's worth stuff, money. That's worth money. <laughs> but I would have to probably just give it away, you know? I So yeah. yeah. Are <laughs> all, you, all of it. Yeah. Would you hmm. So in a couple years, let's say the kids uh, both go mm. away to college somewhere yes, and aren't living right. at home. Would you be thinking about moving or would you like to stay in the same house? I think I would like to move. I but I Either both, actually, I would love to stay here because I have a great neighborhood and I love this house and it's a bit, it would be too big for me to live here by myself. So I probably would get roommates um, to help with payment, but also just, it's just, it's silly to live in a house like this by myself, I think. Um, although I could just have a giant craft house. Yeah, I mean, you got <laughs> an extra art room yeah, extraordinaire. Extra that would be rooms. kind of amazing. Um, but I, I, the excitement for me, thinking because I have been thinking about that a lot lately that they are getting to an age where they might move out or go you know move somewhere else and that feels very freeing too to me of thinking that I would I would love to have that experience of living maybe in a different state or going and finding some small town to like live in and just have a different life experience somewhere else I think would be very fun and the only other thing is because I'm I've been working my ass off to get to get my job to where it's at. Leaving that would not be great, but I'm also have, will have references to be able to go other places, which is exciting too. Hmm. Like I really love my job and I feel so fortunate that I get to go to like my favorite part of my city every single day and be a part of these kids lives and like all of it is very fulfilling and I love it, but I can have the other places and I try not to stay too connected and tied down to like one place mentally. So that if I have to physically go, then it'd be easier. Uh, okay. Okay. Something to think about. Okay. No. Yes. All right. Another thing to think about a lot of mushroom talk. So Kate and I, I feel like are just very similar in the fact that when she, she was talking about, uh, if she smokes pot, like it's just not for her. She just gets paranoid and useless. And that is me, except for just uh, like recently I have smoked a couple of times, but it's these pre-rolls are very mild. They're so like not what I 
first of all, they're not what I grew up with, but like, they're not as strong as like all these other things that like, I just can't smoke pot. It's just not for me, but these just, these pre-rolls are pretty, they're pretty good. But, um, that being said, mushrooms are for sure my thing. And I don't do it that it's not like I do it often. So what I was confused about is microdosing just like doing shrooms all day, every day. I don't know if it's all day, every day, but yes, basically, I think. I guess I didn't really know that. I yeah, I was not aware. Doing such a small amount that you're not actually getting high, that you just kind of maybe feel a little different. But So I do that. I mean, when I do do them, because I don't want to have a bad trip or I am still scared of psychedelics, I will take it in small amounts kind of all day long. But it's just for one day. It's not like... It's not a lifestyle. I'm not driving on it. Like Alice was like, oh, can you drive on that? I'm like, I'm not going to be driving shrooming. <laughs> I think the idea is to take like a tiny, tiny amount. Like yes. the, the the amount that you would barely even notice just because. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh, clearly not my thing. But And clearly I do it often, but like I just still don't know. I do what's good for me. I take little nibbles here and there. And I feel then like I... you're doing more of a regular dose than a micro dose. I, I feel like you're doing it with intention. I think a intention. regular dose would be like, all, yeah. What is something between micro and macro is where I'd be. Because I'm not taking like a whole mushroom. Like people just take like a whole one. Like I'll t- eat one, but it'll last. It'll be like all, you know, a few hours it'll take me to like consume it. Mm-hmm. but also that being said the chocolate one that i did the other day like i have one little corner of one just one and that was like perfect and like an amazing experience but you can still function and you don't look like you're you know you're not like out of your mind i remember growing up and like people that were like on acid or shrooming were just like bonkers out of their mind like this is not something i, I did not want to look like that number one but like also i didn't want to like just be completely out of control um but I oh, something I never even thought about is doing mushrooms. This is something I did in the 90s. I did mushrooms and I did some art and I it was like a great experience. No, I smoked pot and I did some art. I've never like done drugs and gotten artistic. Like why? Why have I not connected those two things together? Well, you might find yourself uh, easily distracted and overwhelmed depending <laughs> on what you're doing. But yeah, that if you're if, you know if you're already Fair. doing mushrooms, might as well draw some eyeballs or something. That might be too intense. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. I, yeah. And the other part is because you've seen my backyard; it's a little overgrown. So getting out to the shed has been like a whole thing and i don't even go out there anymore when it's also it's been so hot that i i don't ever really go out there in the summertime but now that it's been cooler and i'm um as i said earlier i think some of my creative juices are beginning to flow like i really want to tap into my sadness and the happiness that i have right now and try and like put that to work creatively so maybe i'll add shrooms to the mix as well Go sure. See what I have, kind of nonsense I can create. Yeah, I am not a doctor. I cannot sign off on that. But also, whenever uh, when I am not yet, there's still time, oh. I guess. Okay. Uh, Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the I am biased, but whenever I hear people talk about microdosing, I'm like, you just want to do some drugs. It's okay. You don't have to pretend like it's like, oh no, I'm doing a very tiny amount, so it's uh, it's cool. But it, right. it's fine. Either way, but I guess people do, particularly with shrooms, they do, uh, there is the whole thing around doing a very small amount just so you, I don't know, have some extra pep in your step or, yes, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe just like a little less pep. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, the taking away the anxiety and the mellowing out 
is definitely something good but i would love to do one of these like guided uh drug use uh events <laughs> maybe the next bff thing there's i'm sure a grateful dead tribute concert right Oof. around the corner from el somewhere. paso speaking of trauma um kate talked a lot about her traumatic birth i don't think we need to talk more about this because we got a lot more uh repeated uh stories from allison a lot of stuff from kate but i do love when i love when women share these stories because it 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 is while it is something women do every single day for forever and ever it is like a traumatic thing on your body even if you don't have a traumatic birth but which i did but also it's just you know i liked hearing her story and it makes me uh, it makes me connect to her on a different level too which i didn't even know she had a kid and um so it's it's not fucking easy, guys. <laughs> I mean, I believe it or not. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. You sound hysterical. You need to oh, talk yes. down right now. Um, <laughs> lower your voice. No, yeah, of, of course. Uh, well, Get in that spacious kitchen and make me a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got all kinds of interests and exits in there. You can, you're not in a little corner, little kitchen corner. Um, but, Kitty corner yes where i was was i was oh so when you Mm. say you had a traumatic birthing experience what flavor are we talking like a long delivery are we talking um it was a couple of things yeah well the birth yes so i was like a johnny was like a week late so um i got induced so that just it just speeds up everything and so all of the pain is sort of concentrated and compounded. Oh. And I had a lot of the same things where I had really nice nurses, but I think the epidural did not work completely because I could still feel half of my body. Um, so there was a lot of things that I could still feel, which also that's not the worst thing in the world to have to feel, you know, having a kid. I mean, you're still going to feel a lot. Trust me. I mean, but, even after the fact, you're going to feel it. For, yes. Uh, a while. But so being induced was just like a that was it was just hard. The The pain comes on strong and hard. And it's just like nothing that I've ever felt before. And then when Johnny came out, he wasn't breathing. So they had to do. Um, so, you know, you're going through all of this being pregnant, going to the doctor's office or to the visits that every month and the blood and the, the uh, taking and like all of the testing. And I had high blood pressure at a certain point, And then I had issues with my insurance. It was like a whole long process of like stress, stress, stress. And then to have a traumatic, you know, lengthy birthing process. And then he he comes out not breathing. It's like, what? (laughs) Like, that's like the lot. You know what I mean? That's like the. And so then they had all of the they he didn't go to the NICU, but they all they called for emergency backup from the NICU to come up and resuscitate him. And like, um, oh, luckily they didn't puncture his lungs, but he's across the way with like a team of people around him. And I'm just waiting to hear him cry, you know, and like breathe so they're just suctioning out his um lungs and then when he cried it's like oh fuck okay like is yeah it was a lot it was a big build up and a lot um, yeah that's yeah yeah that's a lot so that was, that was stressful and then with ruby it was much easier the doctor also was like come back anytime you're you're great at this but i my trauma was with the person i was with that made it act absolutely a horrible experience 
Yeah, I I remember you telling me about that. One. Yeah, it's, uh, less the the birth. Well, that was traumatic in a the, different way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just trauma and like just laying there by myself crying. Just like this is like this beautiful moment that was so fucking sad at the same time. But I just had to look towards the positive, and I just have been doing that ever since. Ah, anyway, so yeah, it, it's always good to hear these stories and um. So Kate Micucci's new album is coming out and it's called The Hat, My Hat. Sorry, it's called My Hat. And she's going to have an album release party on November 5th. And a few of us are going to go to this. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I am going to buy my ticket today. And uh, Joanna's going to go. Dr. Jen's going to go. And possibly Dr. Angela. So I'm going to, I'll probably also post it on the Facebook group just to see if any other local people want to go to that because i think it'd be really fun i know allison mentioned going but i doubt it (laughs) she'll probably you know get lost on the way get a cold in the parking lot and then you know there's a lot of but she could end up at the el rey maybe there's a lot of things that could potentially go wrong (laughs) yes so speaking of that do you have anything else for monday or can we scooch over to thursday um i think that's it for me for monday okay all right. We were her little pumpkin whoopie pies sent in by Jay Melville on Patreon. I know whoopie pies have been one, but not pumpkin ones. And uh, I, I'd eat one, I suppose. Uh, hold on. I'm going to Google what a whoopie pie okay. looks like. Just so I... It's it the, familiar, it's the but... state food of Maine. Shout out to you, Leanne. Oh, I see. Yeah, they're like, I've seen these before. They're like a little... Like a like marshmallow cookie yeah. sandwich, chocolate covered yeah, situation. Like a BBW Oreo kind of. Oh, <laughs> in my mind, <laughs> I heard BBL. Um, Similar, actually, not true. That's, that they both work as an analogy. There, just I'm sorry, I'm remembering one thing from the Monday show. Yes. So Kate mm. talked about her like great grandparents and mm. uh, like back in the day, this woman had all five of her children yes. separated from her for yes. some reason and then had to marry some stranger in New Jersey yes. to get her kids back together. And it's just all, they talked a little bit about generational trauma, but it's there. I, I think everyone's family, I was a shout out to super fan Megan when she was over here and we were talking, we talked about family stuff. And I think yeah. everyone's family, if you go back far enough and probably not that far, you will hear yes. some absolutely deranged yes. stories about someone absolutely how did that happen that is terrible yes. what's going on the fact on? that a, ba- a man needed a wife first of all like what a man needed a wife man needs okay a wife. and this lady just happens to not have a husband and can get her kids back if she marries this guy luckily he's not like some like rapist or something but like and it sounds like it turned out well but like you're just gonna marry some stranger because he needs a wife but also, I guess to get your kids back, I guess I would marry anyone to get my kids back. <laughs> All <laughs> if right. If they were gone. <laughs> Everyone kidnap Lisa's kids, I guess. Um, um yeah. Yeah. I'm, I feel bad for saying that. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I think people maybe forget how different the past was like there's that expression not that just a different country you know like like there are different cultural norms where people could just be like hey i need a wife um you know right i I guess it used to it turned into like you know putting ads one ads out or whatever or online dating or 
matchmaking agencies or whatever. But there was a time you could just be like, hey, I'm a dude. I got a house. I got a little bit of money. I need a wife, someone. Yeah. If you I know would a good enter wife. that ad today. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> why not? I'm a great wife, so I would do a fucking bang up job. I mean, listen, uh, you got got a divorce under your belt already. I don't know. Uh, you got you well, get some not negative yet, marks. But... Oh, <laughs> even better. <laughs> you know, there's poly people out there, and where are my people at? Where are my poly oh, people boy. at? J K J K J K. Um, yeah, my mother-in-law's family. Her, um, her mom died after. Let's see. I think they had. Uh, six kids or se- oh shit i forgot now six or seven kids the mom died when the littlest one was like two or three and um they all got farmed out to the all kinds of relatives all over the country so she was raised yeah. by her aunt and uncle as an only child and all of her so she was the only one that came to california everyone was everywhere else and it's just like wow the dad just couldn't keep them like he couldn't figure out a way like i guess he needed a wife but like <laughs> Like I, he just couldn't do it where I just think that's strange that they couldn't just pitch in where they were at. Like I, who came up with this idea? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. Maybe. And imagine is... like me as an aunt being called like, Hey, can you adopt this kid? All right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, also okay. just the idea of splitting up a group of siblings, yes. like a litter like, of kittens. I think it was like seven kids. They yeah. were all just like, bye no one i guess could take them all so they just like farmed them out to yeah. wherever they could yeah. maybe literally to a farm maybe uh it's yeah uh, actually yeah 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 so that's interesting interesting mm-hmm. um all right so robin todd tony well i should say robin shore todd cooper tony and daniel were on the thursday show this was a fun episode i don't has todd cooper been on before yeah he's been on two or three times i want to okay say. Yeah. i'm assuming so they just you know, they all just, they're all the same to me. Whenever I but, see the name Todd, I think of Todd Perry, and then I'm like, oh, it's the other Todd. Dude, so he's been on a couple of times. Too. Yes. Or I just think it's just a guy that is probably someone I'm, has been on. Um, so speaking of Todd, so, and we talked about getting lost um, or going to the El Rey by accident. So he went to go see, the, here's the thing. Allison is like, see, um, I have trouble trying to get out to see, uh, and I keep getting shit for this like wrestling thing. And I haven't gone to Tony's show. Uh, it's a little bit different. Todd actually tried, (laughs) like he actually showed up somewhere. Maybe it was the wrong place because, you know, it happened to be listed as the El Rey from New Mexico. And of course in your mind, you're like, oh yeah, it's the El Rey. That's, that's kind of local ish. Um, but he, he tried, I mean, can you imagine like get it? Would you still keep trying after um, all of these things sure. that if, kept hitting him? It would. Uh, I would want to, but I would probably make the same decision. Like by the time it's eight forty-five and your band was supposed right. to go on at seven thirty, like even if I'd you're like, running Peace. late, you're off stage by eight forty-five. Probably yeah. so. Maybe send someone a text and see like, hey, we can hang out before you head home or something but it's it's yeah a lot. we're yeah. gonna grab some tacos or something yeah um i the last time well, maybe the only time i've ever been kicked out of summer was the l ray <laughs> i went to go see Derek morgan play and i was so fucking excited um and i didn't even get to see him so i wasn't personally kicked out but the person i was with did one of the people they saw the so. outfit you were wearing and they're like all right lady get out of here can't be doing that here exactly 
Oh man, what a bummer. That would have been a good show. Half of it was pretty good. This sounds like the I, I not to uh to uh what's the word? Not to impugn the reputations mm. of the people who you were with, but mm. it sounds like there was some I am suspecting there was some intoxicated uh, unruly yes. behavior. Uh yeah, it wasn't unruly. It was more just like tripping and like stuff where it's like Maybe a little too, maybe some, maybe some microdosing turned into macrodosing. I see. Coupled with some wine. <laughs> yes, you were overserved. Uh, I literally said that. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go with my friend. They they sequestered her to the back, like a back room. Instead of kicking us out right away, they took her back there, and then this guy was back there, like talking to her. And I was, yeah, I was drunk, but like I can, I can handle, I can handle my own. Um, I could pretend like the best of them. And I was looking at him and I was just like, why is this guy questioning her? And then it like dawned on me that he was like an EMT. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I remember this. <laughs> and then the lady that like runs the place came back to tell us that we had to leave. And she was more wasted than my friend was. And I was like, this person that's in charge is more wasted than I'm like, you guys overserved my friend and we're getting kicked out. <laughs> Also, I suspect there were some some self-serving before you guys showed up. What? Hmm. <laughs> I um, did once. Yeah, of course, probably. Yeah, we stayed at the Biltmore. We had some drinks. We went swimming. It was awesome. Yeah. And then, yes. I I was not drunk once, but I, my leg hurt. So I think I was walking like someone <laughs> who was stumbling. And I tried to walk into a bar and the security guard wouldn't let me in because he thought I was drunk. But the security guard was clearly drunk. And it was just no like way. this weird moment. Like, no, dude, you're drunk. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So I am embarrassed, but also getting kicked out of a place at the age of 47. Not a bad thing, right? That's cool, right? Maybe I was 46. Uh, I might have been 46. Uh, sure. I should probably be learning for my... <laughs> I should... You know, it's not me. I was just being supportive of my friend, and we had to leave, but... Sure, you couldn't um, let her be drunk by herself. Right. Yeah. So, so instead... So instead, we wandered the streets of LA, and I just recorded her being drunk. <laughs> her and my other friend just, like, hobbling all over the place, waiting for an Uber. Then she passed out in the Uber, took a picture of that. And then when we got to the hotel i was thinking video of us like walking down the hall just like i'm always there for like content you know what i mean i hope you they sent her these it. pictures and these pictures. oh yeah it, i sent it to our group chat and so like the one person that stayed to watch derek sing got to see you know the aftermath of like what we did while um she was enjoying her show that was actually the month before um uh, megan got married oh okay yeah that's right. It just clicked because I remember talking about it that night, but I was talking about something else. Anyway. Um, Thursday. Yes. So We're, one yeah. thing that is our beloved, our, your beloved, we got the Have a Gusta story retold. Yes. The beloved. Breathing back, breathing some life into that baby. And I think Allison still is not going to make a shirt, but, or merch, but it needs to happen. And I just love, I mean, Tony was back, so it was nice to kind of hear him back. I love that he kind of razzes her, but getting to hear the Havagusta story again was quite delightful. Yeah, I I am glad. So we're now up to, you know, it's not officially part of the show yet, but it, we're up right. to two mentions. I feel like they are 
they're uh, claiming Havagusta, I, uh, which I feel is good because I clearly you claimed I love it already. No, yes, I, 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 it's, I do like it's it. ours now. They should be respecting the, the Havagusta, and they, I feel like they're respecting it more. They are. The fact that they've mentioned it again is yes, they have not forgotten about it. That's the level they're at. But you have it's your lifestyle. <laughs> Girl, I live it. I have Augusta as a way of life. I can see that for you. I can um, definitely picture like maybe not the Ramones logo, but some sort of band shirt type logo that just says like have Augusta in a circle or something. Like I, I feel yeah. I And feel like I picture it in like the font is banana split and it's very like kind of seventies, like the shirts that you maybe go get made. Remember like those like places you can go have shirts made. Like you find this, the screen print in the like little folders under like, unicorn or whatever I would be looking for. And then like you get a shirt made. I don't know if you are um, old enough for that. I've never been. I've only seen like the mall kiosk stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. This this was like a whole story. You just go, maybe it was just part of a store, but you like go in and yeah, it was they're all like like you would go through like records, like you just flip through, you pick your little like screen print, and then they make you a little thing. It's very exciting. That that glitter unicorn thing that just like popped into my head and it's like, ah, my childhood. How lovely. Eh. Uh, but there was a lot of talk of like the sort of awkward moments in our lives and so that's why we got to hear the story again, where it's just like, there's a lot of times that you say stuff and there's no way you can take it back because you'd have to like look even more. You just look dumb trying to re-explain like what just happened to a stranger. And it's like, well, you just have to let that one settle. That's just going to have to sit there. It, it can do more harm than good sometimes to have to go back over something a little bit or just be yeah. uh, a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and and yep. if anything's ever a little uncomfortable, then just don't do it and let it. <sighs> that's my point of view. Right. I, that is a good, that's a good point of view. Um, so this is something that you posed in our group uh, text. And it is something that I meant to mention last week, but Tony's drops. Tony's good at his drops, but you had mentioned, what did you say about Jeff? So last week, Jeff was looking for one of Tony's drops. Was one of the Je oh, it was the snatched Jackie Johnson one, and couldn't Ooh, yeah. find it for a while. And I was like, "Aha! The shoe was on the other foot." Because it's it's uh, maybe not as easy as it sounds if you're using someone else's drops that you haven't heard before and is in their different. However, they organize things differently, and it's just a big list of things. So yes, yeah, maybe you know, respect mm -hmm. to Tony. I feel like Tony and gets a, I, lot of, a lot of crap for not being agreed. As, as much on the drops as Jeff was. And last week, I did want to make that point also, or at least mention that like, oh, it was interesting hearing Jeff searching for a drop when usually he's got everything on the fly. But then like also on the other side to back this Jeff person up, um, if it was Jeff's job to come in and take Tony's place, he would have learned all of his drops. That might be true. That might be. Well, so there was a whole thing. I forget if this came up. I think this came up on Patreon, but it's not like a secret thing. So Allison was talking about, I think on one of the uh, friend zone episodes, but just a solo one, mm -hmm. how she asked Tony to sort of, maybe this was a Monday episode with Daniel. Anyway, it was some regular, non-regular episode where she was talking about how Tony sends her like a list of timestamps or different topics that they talk about during the show. Oh, okay. But doesn't 
uh, do as much stuff with drops. And she was saying she actually probably would like that reversed, but she's never really brought it up with Tony. So a lot of this is, seems to be like an Allison problem where she doesn't want to say, yeah. hey, you know, the, these are the drops that are, you know, we use other than, you know, the Just Me or Everyone jingle or whatever. Obviously, he plays those all the time. But right. the, the, these other drops, I would like you to, to work these in more. But she is not uh, prioritized to those. So I, I feel like Tony is a little pre-production other things. Yeah. would be um, good in a lot of respects for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, speaking of the JMO jing- jingle, Allison has uh, made a call for JMOs again, but she's done it on Instagram. So I know Lil Rafi was mentioning that he's not going to send his JMO in. Oh, did he say that on the show or was it just, yeah, he said it on the show last, last week, I think, um, that he had a JMO or maybe it was after we were done recording, but anyway, that he's not going to send it in because she doesn't take people's jmos anymore she when they do it they do just the guests one and that's about it but yeah this lauren week, mentioned that she sent the couple in but they never yes and lauren too yeah so um i so she uh put out uh, she asked for jmos this week and she read a bunch of them. the only problem is she did not read people's names which i feel like that's a huge part of why people <laughs> want to send them in and i think if you send a jmo in that you're giving consent to have your name read but maybe that's me uh with my blurred uh, lines of consent. Yeah, you do flash people in public. <laughs> established, so, um, and that's just the times you remember doing it. But the Oof, yeah, the, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the, we were talking about the JMOs and uh, Alice not reading the names of people. Mm, yes, which kind of makes sense to me if we're talking about like the one JMO about sniffing your underwear or, or whatever. These things that could be potentially embarrassing. I think that first of all, let's go back. Do you remember there was a time where I do? She said, "Yes, yes." Go on. If you want to send in a JMO that is uh, an anonymous, that you can send it to like a certain uh, website or something, which I had submitted one at least one, um, so that you can have it read, but you didn't want your name out there. So that's like right there. The JMOs are about saying your name. And for me, if I was sending one in to her now on Instagram instead of Twitter, because why? What's the difference? Because on Twitter she read the name. So because it's Instagram, she's not, it's strange, but like, if I was sending one in, I didn't want her to say my name. I would say that. I would say specifically, just don't say my name on this one. Yeah. I think better too. It is a change. Um, if you're doing it on Instagram, I feel like people, maybe people use their real names more on Instagram as opposed to oh, you know, that's true. at JMOs and Bobos or whatever. <laughs> and then JMOs sans Bobos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I can understand not wanting to read the name, but I agree that if if people have been listening to the show enough to send in JMOs, they are kind of aware that she usually reads the name of whoever sent it in. So yeah. it, it, it does make sense to me. A ton of JMOs this episode, though. Yes. And we're not going to obviously talk about all of them, but like, do you have a favorite that stood out to you? I can read through them really quickly if you don't remember them. I do have a couple but okay uh, we can talk about the ones you want to talk about i specifically just wanted to talk about one eh, but go ahead i don't remember what it is yet i think it was and there was also one on monday uh kate had one yeah her Uh, butt clenching when she drives past a rural driveway which i'm sure is just her but if you're not talking specifically butt clenching passing a rural driveway doing some sort of a weird form of habit 
each time you do pass something or drive on something that's i think more widely um done yeah uh kate also talked about having ocd so it's like right that's you're kind of built for jamos if you have ocd i think it's yeah, a, fair a very compatible uh listings but so the one that stood out to me was uh someone talked about having was it robin maybe or was it a regular jamo talked about uh the neutrogena commercial every time she sees oh yeah was that was just a, a scented one yeah yeah, every time they wash their face and water goes everywhere, they feel like they're in a Neutrogena commercial, which this has been a JMO before. Uh, something similar. I don't know if it was Neutrogena, but it was definitely a commercial and washing your face. But it was years and years and years ago. But yeah, so do you connect with that? A little bit, but more than that, someone else said, every time I hear someone say easy breezy, I think easy breezy yeah. beautiful cover girl. <laughs> I definitely have stuff like that with commercials. Um, yes, which that was Dr. Jen, by the way, that said oh, that in. I knew it was, they just said it was Jen. I didn't know which Jen yeah. it was. Yeah. I knew because she uh, she said that in the Dream Team group and I was like, so when I heard I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that definitely uh, struck a chord with me. I, I There are random things I remember, like randomly. People, um, you may not remember this if you weren't around in the 90s or weren't watching too much television, but uh, Noxzema had a, a yes. slogan, it's like, your face belongs to Noxzema. Um, <laughs> and I, I just think of that, I don't know, periodically. I just think, your face belongs to Noxzema, which is such a weird slogan. So, I don't know. It seems very aggressive in hindsight. I don't know what's going on. Um, but there's a lot of stuff like that with commercial jingles. Yeah, agreed. I have that with uh, commercials, with different... Even, like, this is, like, a JMO that I've thought about sending in, but it's so specific that there's no way that I would send it in. But it is similar to this where um, listening to just local radio and they talk about different cities, like different cities that are in songs, then I'll start, like, I'll just say the, whatever that lyric is to the song in my head. Like Encino or, um, uh, there's a couple of other ones that like, that pop into my head. I'm like, oh, and then I'll like finish it off in my head of like, whatever the song lyric is. So, but it's very specific. There, it's definitely, it seems to be associated with music, whether it's commercial jingles or songs. There's definitely, because I've known, obviously, people who would do that with songs. Someone says, you know, you know, Caroline or something, and they'll just start mm. singing Sweet Caroline. Or, or just some something something about music, I think, sort of gets stuck in people's brain. Like, like your sense of smell is very powerful and reminds you of things. Something about when something is set to music, it'll it'll be in the front of your mind or stay in the back of your mind a little bit better. Very true. So this, uh, there's one song specifically it's by Sonic Youth, but it says they have, uh, they say Sherman Oaks and they say Encino. So that song, because those, I hear those cities often on the radio, I'll like play the rest of it out in my head, but I'm sure there's other ones that, um, but that one just sticks out that happens the most often. Yeah, I have that I, a little bit with the cities in California love when I think about, you know, Englewood oh, always up to no good, that kind of thing. Yes. See, yeah, okay. I did want to talk about really quick the Hey Go Fuck Yourself. And that was, I think it was Robin. She said like, like things that change have changed after COVID, like things that never came back. And she was talking about room service. 
Um, and there's a certain level of service that has definitely changed. But one thing that fucking sticks in my craw is salt and pepper not being on the fucking tables again. It's like lazy as fuck. I hate it. Oh, Why I is it the back it. on the table? It bothers the shit out of me. And and by the way, when you ask for it, they're like, Ugh. or some places just have like a packet to wherever. She's like, it's fine. But like the yeah. fact that I have to ask for salt and pepper every single time is just like. You have them back there. I don't understand why they're not on the table now. Like, what's the difference? Now, are these fancy places or are these regular no, places? Just regular places. Hmm. I just seem to notice it often that there's, and I don't always need salt and pepper, but I do notice it even if I don't need it. Because it's like, why isn't that back on the table? There's other things on the table that are like communally touched, um, but the salt and pepper not on the table. And I remember, especially when I was visiting my friends in Texas, we were in Lockhart. And we're sitting there and they have like these, of course, it's Texas and, you know, they're super American. So all the signs on the doors are like, we're not going to mask here. And like we all of this stuff. And I'm like, but you can't get the salt and pepper back on the fucking table. <laughs> also, well, the pepper's black, so they don't want it on the table. Um, it's race mixing. You think they don't it'd really... be salt and salt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I have not noticed. Also, people aren't like putting the entire salt shaker into their mouth or sneezing into the pepper or something. It seems like a fairly True. low risk thing. Yes. But like, there's a the little kiosk to pay. There's the little like um, happy hour menu. There's the whatever. I don't even know if the ketchup and stuff is back on and that's fine. But salt and pepper, like I, I like to season my food. And if you don't do it, they don't do it properly. Then I need to do it. And I don't want to sit there waiting <laughs> for them to like, and they just seem put out by it. And it's like, just fucking put it on the table. Yeah, I so I eat out more than I did before COVID. But I I eat at the actual establishment much less. I mostly get food to go and then take it back to work or home or whatever. Uh, but I, I have not in like the diners and sort of the medium low level places that I would go to. I, I have not noticed a change in the salt and pepper and stuff like that. I guess I'm just an asshole. Well... <laughs> true but also you could be correct about your own experience i am yeah. thank you <laughs> also todd cooper is gonna be playing on the 30th and the 31st of october a misfits cover band and i doubt i'll make it to that but i i looked it up and i might try but it's a monday and a tuesday so that's rough getting out to la at that time but um that'd be super fun i love the misfits and he sounds he was a fun guy you know yeah seems seems like a good time the yeah he was married to someone who kate micucci and alice oh. both know i forget who he's mm -hmm. married to but it's some sort of mutual friend i think a person who's been on the show before um but yeah also so allison had the whole story about being at someone's house and they had the specials and fishbone playing like yeah it's just like house. casually saying that yeah, and Tony has apparently played there before, and then Daniel's cousin has also played there before. So it's right. it seems like a, some sort of big deal person. They had mentioned that it was like a real big place as well. Like it was a bigger venue. It's not like just being in someone's backyard. Like when I've gone to bands at people's houses, it's, you know, house parties or whatever. It's a little different, I think. Yeah, I'm sure it's quite different. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing I, I have that's close to this is when I was a nanny, and I think I told you this already, but someone's birthday in the neighborhood and they had the doobie brothers play like okay okay like in the park just for a birthday though wasn't for but yeah but the specials in fishbone so fishbone that is a band that 
I used to see often. I wasn't a fan, but they always were billed with my friend's band, um, who is also the guy that was in the band that was out that was Allison's first. Oh my gosh, you know how we are connecting people, <laughs> assholes, and their instruments that they play. Oh yeah, yeah. Bass Allison's players, guy that she was dating was the bass player. <laughs> hmm. The one more on the list. Okay. And I thought of one more for myself too. Not that I had dated, but another like guy that was hit me up <laughs> the that was also uh you know not unattached to somebody who's also a bass player so anyway <laughs> it's been very free to like not be dating i have to say yeah like it feels imagine. like it was very fun to like be doing because i was getting a lot of my needs met that i had not that had not been getting met like getting attention and you know just the uh praise and even... people being happy you're around and uh, yes yeah. like it was like fun someone wants to like spend time with me and like making plans to go do stuff and like that all that is fun but when there's when you don't see there a reason for it to continue <laughs> and like there's you know there's that i like to what end are am i going to be with these people except for just to spend time for a, a little bit of my life <laughs> but um so now it just kind of feels free to like really just enjoy my friends and my family and myself like it's kind of, it just feels very good so anything else um uh, from thursday um people people robin mentioned going to a reunion and she and daniel mm. both talked about how everyone is old now and there's like a <laughs> visible change even between the 20 year reunion and the 25 year um which that's yeah. sad <laughs> also her mom called by accidentally sending a voice memo talking yeah. about how ugly i mean how old they looked in the picture yeah um and but Robert is so fucking funny. Her imitation of that and just her just her in general. More more Robin. I'm a fan. I, f I feel like also, uh, despite what she said, she has not uh, hit the wall, as she said. No, She's a nice no. looking young lady. Yes, but yeah, it's agreed. I always enjoy her on the show. It's it is even if she's not like the the star of the episode or whatever, she always adds something and is, is good. And I'm, I'm happy to have her. Yeah. We're, and we would be happy to have her. So, uh, Robin, join us, won't you? Uh, anything else? You don't else? have to. You don't, you're busy. You don't. I you do, actually. Do <laughs> uh, uh, I think that's other than, oh, you're familiar with Kim Cattrall scatting, I assume. I am not. Oh, you should look that up. Sometime. But uh, hearing that, first of all, uh, my stance is scat, scat, because oof. But, um, Hearing it, uh, it made me embarrassed for her, to be honest. It got worse than the clip they played. Oh. Also. There was more of it, and it was uh, more intense, I would say. Yeah, oh. it's... Uh, oh, that it's, just uh, makes me feel uncomfortable thinking about it. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, to me, scatting is something that should happen like f 10 seconds at a time. And it's like a guitar solo. It's like, if you're going on for a full mm. minute, I don't need mm. it. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh yeah, most solos, unless it's vocal, can kick rocks. I especially like some of my favorite songs have harmonica in it, and I fucking hate harmonica. But I still love these songs. But I'm just like the parts coming, I'm like, mm, mm -mm. and it's always goes on a little too long. It's like that's just too much. Not yeah. a fan. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's sort of in the accordion range where it could mm. could be good, could be too much. Another shout out to the person that got kicked out of the El Rey because she plays the accordion. <laughs> it's 
it does feel like uh, a very drunk instrument. So that does make uh, sense to me. Shit. I can picture her doing that drunk. That'd be amazing. All right. Shall we shut this shit down? Oh, yeah. We got to get you Should out we here. kick ourselves out of this show? Yeah, this very we've show. Been overserved, I think. Yes. Especially in that outfit you're wearing. It's, it's oh. pushing everybody. Get out of here. I'm overserving the community. Yeah, well, the community <laughs> thanks you, but also you have yeah. to. I am about to, I do have to drive, but I don't have to go in public. I'm just driving. Um, hopefully I don't get pulled over because that would be something. Well, but might get out of that ticket. Uh, well, well, hmm. yeah. Okay. You know what? Positive. I like the silver lining. That is my life now. It's quite good. So thank yeah. you for adding to that. And all you're trace. wearing is a silver lining. So it kind of <laughs> fits. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. If you'd like to be on this extremely fun show, join us, won't you? email me or call me or whatever or just um bother trace ask him uh follow sure. the show on instagram at bfancast or join the facebook group especially i need to get back in there and chit chat with the scat scat and uh trace where can we find you oh don't worry about it i guess i will be in the facebook group uh on occasion but uh if if you could uh uh donate to some sort of local charity maybe some sort mm. of food kitchen got thanksgiving coming up uh you know what i would like and maybe super fan make it can help with this is uh who to donate money to to help with what's going on in the world right now uh, maybe jess has some organizations to help or something because i don't know who to help and i would love to and i'm sure other people would as well a good idea Thanks. I'm glad I just stepped all over you. Anything else? <laughs> it's fine. Listen, you keep stepping on. You stepped on my Gusta last time. Uh, just, just uh, you know, because I keep forgetting this wonderfulness that is to have a Gusta. It's like the unexpected second cherry on top. <laughs> it's good that like, it comes what, as a, come a pleasant surprise. It is. It yeah. is. So, uh, BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good night. Have a Gusta. Now my now my day is complete. Yeah. Did you want to do an affirmation or anything, or did you have? Uh, you forgot. But you know what? Have a gusta can be our affirmation. Yeah, today. it works. It's it's still uh, it, it's in the same category as an affirmation. It, kind it is. Of, it feels like that. It really is. It's sort of yes, agreed. And you can make it whatever you want it to be. Have a gusta. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfection. It's a little uh, follow your bliss. It's a little bit seize the day. It's a little bit. Of yes. Yeah, it's a tip of the hat. It's many things. Recording stopped. Very. For healthy looking skin, your face belongs to Nagzima.